0: Welcome to The Gap, this is the Gap, Ooh, yeah. They should've never gave you a platform! Hoo-woo-woo-woo-woo! What? Hoo-woo-woo-woo-woo! What? Hoo-woo-woo-woo-woo! Jesus Christ! Here comes The Gap! What? Uh! Here comes The Gap! What? Yeah! Here comes The Gap! Jesus Christ! Here comes The Gap! What? Yeah! And if you mad, stay mad. Yeah, what's good with y'all out there? This is another episode of The Gap. I'm your lovelier hated host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic X. And since I got the best audience out there, what should the best audience be doing right now? Well, what you waiting for? Let's get it appreciate y'all and look man if they watching this they learning and i appreciate all y'all from the ugly to the beautiful into the in-betweeners now for my tubers youtube been around since 2005 i don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video art of channel booming but just like the rest of the tubers say i'ma say the same thing like a sub sub a share share a comment comment a like y'all know what to do some of y'all smart out there Now, for my Twitch family, I said Twitch, my pod family, my bad job, for my potters, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Spotify, and I'm on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms, all you got to do is type in The gab or Kamal Johnson Network, and bam, I pop right up, you feel me? I also appreciate my lovely sponsor, First Place Losers. The link to the shop going to be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire-ass garments made out of 100% Egyptian cotton. I guarantee a bushel sex appeal about let's say, uh, 42%. And look here. If it look good on me, it's going to look great on y'all, all right? Now, we're going to hop right into the topic. A, the topic today is, uh, is black people customer service trash? What? Yeah, it's been a hot topic in the streets. The uh, internet streets. What? Oh, my goodness oh keith lee he liked the michael myers of atlanta when it comes to food restaurants (laughs) Yo, but yeah he kind of brought up a topic because keith lee you know keith lee my bad he's been going around restaurants in like atlanta now uh he's at So, who he is, he's a former MMA fighter, and he's also a food critic, food reviewer, and stuff like that. And he's been going around Atlanta, and, you know, he talked about certain restaurants he went to. The customer service ain't up to par. You feel me? These are black people. And what's been going on, or what's been being said, is that, you know, the customer service for uh, black people ain't been so good. It ain't, you know, up to par. But in my head, I'm like, is it black people or is it just the area of Atlanta? You get my drift. Is it Atlanta customer service? It could be that. Could be the area, cause areas that I don't been in. And growing up in Oakland, which is a black community, I done had great customer service of black people, and I done had shitty customer service of black people. Okay. And I went in other areas. You know, I mean, been to Dallas, been to D.C., all black people. Customer service was immaculate. It was great. There was no bad customer service. So it just makes me think: is like, is the black customer service trash, or is it certain areas? And also, you know, small business owners and stuff like that. Um, you know, we do encounter bad customer service you know what i mean it you know me as being a black business owner and black entrepreneur and running into other black entrepreneurs and business owners some are really good at their customer service and being business owners and doing business some of them suck trash terrible you be like why you don't need to be in customer service you don't need your own business. Your service of customary is trash. You feel me? And then, there's also talking, uh, you know, talking to other people about, you know, black people and their customer service. Is it trash? Is not up to par? And, you know, I get different responses. Some people, I get responses that, yeah, it'd be, it'd be these young young people out here. You feel me? That they customer service is trash. These young black people. And Some people be like. It be the old fart. What? They customer service is terrible. You feel me? Ass. You feel me? I'm more of on the thing. Where I'm like. I done had young black people. That gave me great customer service. And I had young black people. That gave me. Customer service. But I also. Then I had older black people that gave me shitty customer service. Some older black people that gave me tremendous customer service. And then easy even outside of the race. And I had great customer service of other races. And then I had poo-poo customer service outside the race. So this to this is, 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 is a narrative that be pushed when it comes to, you know black people and black businesses and their customer service, um, that it's a high amount of black people that their customer service is bad. I'm gonna put it like this. We go across the board. Everybody got bad customer service. Say 30% of people have bad customer service, right? Of course it's gonna seem like a higher amount because it's less black people in America. Duh! Simple math. You feel me? Now, sometimes, I will say this, some of the black businesses and black customer service that I run across, they expect you to kind of be a certain way because you're black. And no, that's not how it goes. You got to have an outstanding customer service too. I'm not just shopping to you because you're black. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. No. Customer service got to be on point and your product got to be on point. Okay? Yeah. And I love what Keith Leaf is doing. Expose them. He exposed them in such a nice, elegant way too. But expose their ass. Weed out the weak ass goddamn business and customer service. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. We don't want that. We don't need that. Just because you're a black business don't mean you need to give shitty customer service to other black people because they black. You think we just supposed to support because you black? No! No. So I love what Keith Lee is doing, man. Keep doing your thing, brother. And this is my spiel on, you know what I mean, is black people customer service trash? In my opinion, some is trash. Some isn't, but I see there's propaganda in the narrative that they say, they basically saying most black people customer service is terrible. And that just ain't the case. All right, y'all, y'all know what segment we about to get into. We about to get into the sad so- segment. And today I got to talk about this show, which was a good show. Came out in 2022, uh, Blackbird on Apple TV+. And I know some of y'all are like, What? Apple TV Plus, you never review shows on there. I finally got it. I'm going to review some more shows on Apple TV Plus, you feel me? You know what I mean? But before I hop into the plot of the damn series itself, let me give you the stats. Then give you the cast or a couple cast members. And then we're going to hop into the plot. So let me give you the stats since I'm a statistician. All right. Uh, IMDb gave it at 8.1. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 98%. And the people gave it 89%. I agree with y'all. Frick y'all. I agree with y'all. This was a magnificent show. This was like a hidden gem. I saw Blackbird and I thought it was going to be a different type of show. I was mistaken on what the show was going to be. But I'm glad I watched it. Now let me give you the cast. Or some of the cast members. You feel me? So... Teron Egerton, he played James Knie. And then Paul Walter Hauser played Larry Hall. And then Ray Liotto, R.P. to, uh, to that brother, you feel me? He played Big Jim Keen, which is basically the father of James Keen. You feel me? Then you had other, other actors, which they killed their role, you feel me? But I'm not going to name every actor on here, you feel me? So they, they did their thing, though. Mm-hmm. Um... So the plot of this movie, uh, and it was based off a true story. Which got me too. I was like, yo, this shit based off a true story? What? This is wild. Wow. Right. So essentially, James King, he was a big time like drug dealer in like Chicago. Uh yeah, Chicago. And he got jammed up by the feds. You feel me? They jammed him up. His his dad, Big Gene King, was actually an a, a ex-police officer. You feel me? So, there's Schoenberg experience, and he was in one jail, but he got he got smacked with 10 years. So, basically, he felt like his dad lied to him. Everybody lied to him because his dad was basically like, take the plea deal. You're going to only do like two years. So, James was like, all right, I'll do it. You feel me? There ain't nothing. You feel me? I'll come back out. get Get back on my stuff. Get it back on my slinging, I guess, or whatever. And bro, bro was doing a good job of it, cause this place was lavish and stuff like that. And like he was like an ex football player and stuff like that. So, uh, got caught up, and they smacked him with the ten. And you know, with the fed time, you got to do I think like eighty percent or eighty five percent of your time. So that happened, and you know, uh, big big Jim, or Jim Kane. I'm gonna just call him Jim Kane, or JK. JK. No, I can't call him JK because James Kane. Jim. Just call him Jim. Jim, his father was trying to get him out. You feel me? But they were riffing and butting heads and stuff. And James even started butting head with his mama and stuff. And he was just like, he just felt betrayed. You know what I mean? But he went into the jail in Chicago. And it was more like a low low security type of jail or whatever. And the feds athlete came to him and was like, yo, bruh smart. We got this other case in his maximum security, in, um, where was the spot? Was it Iowa or something? I uh, don't oh, know. It's somewhere else in not Chicago. But they had another case, and this where Larry Hall character comes in, and he essentially is a serial killer. He killed these girls. I want to say Iowa, but I could be wrong. And he killed these girls, and he buried them, and he's talking about it. But some of the people there are not believing, bruh. Some of them is like, well, we got to find a body. We don't know. And I am a lot of Larry Halls getting on my nerves. I'm like, God damn. He is so annoying. Bruh. He was so annoying. He And he did it, though. He killed them girls. And basically what happened was is that, you know, I guess Larry Hall had a hard childhood. James King kind of had a hard childhood too. And like, they basically came and was like, look, we know you good with people and stuff like that. Hell, you come in this jail right here and you basically kind of running it. So we need you to go over here to this jail over here. Get a confession from brother, you know what I mean? But the thing about it is we'll knock off all your time. But this jail you're coming to is maximum security. He even said it himself. James was like, this is where all the crazies go. I don't know if I can do it. And it was wild. As soon as he got in there, I think somebody got stabbed. They was looking at her crazy. You feel me? I think what was very surprising to me, though, was the James character didn't get into a lot of funk in jail. From how you thought it was. They played it like bro was about to be a heap of beef. And he really wasn't. He was, like, he got in beef with the one guard there because the guard figured out who he was and then tried to extort him, you feel me? And then, um, you know, uh, Larry Hall, at times, he started feeling weary about brothers, like, are you really trying to be my friend or what's going on, you feel me? But um, Larry Hall has an older brother in the movie, and basically, James kind of, like, acts like his older brother, and then Larry Hall saw him... Beat the hell out this one guy in the goddamn TV room, and that's when Larry was like, "Yeah, man, I, this my bird. You feel me? I got to, you know." Hey, you know, Larry, he talks a lot. He's just talking about stuff, but they, the, the certain officers don't believe him because they just like, he's nah, he just talking out his ass," and other officers believe him, but they don't have the evidence. They need a confession. Either they need him to talk about the murder weapon or find the bodies. And that's what ended up happening throughout all this funk between, like, what's going on in jail and stuff like that. Uh, James get Larry to tell him the murder weapon. They don't ever find the bodies. But he discloses the murder weapon. And also, just like every serial killer, they keep some type of gifts. And one of the gifts was this mountain bike. He took the mountain bike and he gave it to some other chick. Larry gave the mountain bike to another chick that he really wanted to smash wow yes you feel me and that's basically how James got his freedom uh and like also james James dad Jim was like very sick so it was like it was a time thing like he trying to get out of jail before his dad basically is about to croak and I think what was eerie about this was like, literally, his dad Jim died, but also Ray Ray died. The actual character, the actual Ray Liotto, you feel me? So, that was weird. That was wild, you feel me? But um, that was the gist of the story. That's the gist of the plot. I'm not going to tell you every dirty detail because this is a show. When it comes to shows, I'm just going to give you the grand thing of the plot and stuff like that. You know, not the dirty details. Y'all got to go watch the show of that. You feel me? But this was a really good show to me. Really good storyline. It has some twists and turns. And it was based off a true story. Everybody played their role really well. And they kind of look like the characters that they were based based off of. This was really good, really good acting. You feel me? I really enjoyed myself. And it was like, you know, you know, one of them detective crime type of shows. You feel me? I'm like, I enjoyed it. And I learned something. I'm like, man, more more white savages. What? Yeah, Larry, Larry Hall was a savage. A white savage. James King was more of like, he was just a businessman. Dude. His business was selling coke. <laughs> That's how I looked at it. Like, he wasn't really a, he wasn't really like a savage. He was cocky as hell. You feel me? But, yeah. Uh, once again, this is uh, the show, the series Blackbird on Apple TV+. Plus. I say go watch it. I really enjoyed it. I don't know. You might not enjoy it, but watch it. You feel me? All right, y'all. Y'all know what time it is. You feel me? It is meantime. time. And today I got some memes for y'all. And uh, got the black dude with the thinking. And it says, customer service is easy. If there aren't any customers, uh-oh, okay, bruh. Out if you ain't got no customers, you ain't got to do no customer service. Bada bing, bada boom, you feel me? <laughs> you feel me? Two minus two equals zero. To some of y'all, two minus two equals 22, and that don't make no damn sense. All right, we got, uh, bro, I think from Thundercat, the character from Thundercat. Oh, yeah, I used to watch Thundercat, okay? And it reads above him. When it's your first day in prison and you fart in the showers and someone sa- shouts, that sounds like my size. Oh, my God. The Bussy Snatchers. <laughs> wow, that is something else. Mm, mm, mm. Have y'all seen the Kai Sinet his little seven day stream of where he's making mockery out of jail and making it seem fun? Mm. Didn't talk about this side of prison though. Mm. Anyway, I got these two white folks. No, I don't know them from a can of paint. And over the man, the white man, it says, "Why do you want to work in customer service?" And the white woman's smiling like, "Well, I'm really good at apologizing for things that aren't my fault." <laughs> yes, you have to do that in customer service. I work in customer service. I always work in customer service. You always got to be well, I'm sorry that that happened to you, but, you know. I'm sorry that you made the mistake, but, you know, you can't can't say that. You can't say sorry they made the mistakes. You got to be like, I apologize that that this happened. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, 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 oh. Customer service at its finest. Even if they make the mistake, you actually made the mistake. Mm. 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 All right, y'all. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. You feel me? We are coming to the end of the show. You know what I mean? This is another episode of The Gab. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic X. And since I got the best audience out there, what should the best audience be doing right now? Well, what you waiting for? Let's get it, y'all. Also, look at though. If they watching, at least they learning, you feel me? And I appreciate all y'all, from the ugly to the beautiful into the in-betweeners. Now, for my tubers. YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But just like the rest of the tubers say, I almost say the same thing. Like a sub, sub a share, share a comment, comment a like. Y'all know what to do. Some of y'all are smart out there, yes. Yeah. Now for my potters, I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. I'm on iHeartRadio. And I'm on uh uh yeah Google Podcasts. That's about to go away though. You feel know I me? Mean? But look it. If y'all wanna find me, all y'all gotta do is type in the Gab or Kamal Johnson Network, and bam, I'll pop right up. Okay? With that being said, look. We come to the end of the show. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. You feel me? Um, and y'all have a good day, good evening, good whenever it is y'all consuming this content. And I'm out. Peace. Y'all see what I did there? That was great customer service I just gave y'all. See? We don't all have bad customer
1: service now,
0: do? <laughs> this was good. This was Skoal. Ooo, yeah!